Welcome to the radio ministry of Cedar Grove United Methodist Church. May God fill you and transform you through the work of the Holy Spirit. Now for some music and then Pastor Brian Bully. Today we will have a different sort of service. We will hear the story of the last week before Jesus was crucified up on the cross. There will be prayers, narration, and songs. And sing along if you like. Let us pray. Almighty God, you sent your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to suffer death on the cross. Grant that we may share in his obedience to your will and in the glorious victory of his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Jesus had raised Lazarus from the dead. He and his disciples spent a few days in the hill country of Ephraim. Then they returned to Bethany for a celebration dinner prepared by Martha, Lazarus' sister. It was here that Mary anointed Jesus' feet with expensive perfume. The next day, a Sunday, Jesus and his disciples walked the couple of miles over the Mount of Olives to Jerusalem. A crowd followed him from Bethany, and near the top of the hill, Jesus sent a couple of disciples into the tiny village of Bethage to get a donkey's coat for him to ride upon. And then he rode down the hill into Jerusalem with a huge number of people chanting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Children took up the chant and walked in the procession, waving their palm branches. It was a wonderful day, a glorious day, as the people celebrated the arrival of their Messiah, their Savior, Jesus the Christ. disciples and the people, including the children, entered the holy city of Jerusalem. He walked to the huge, beautiful temple of God and entered the courts of the temple. He overturned the tables of those who were selling lambs and doves and changing money. 
because they presented financial barriers to the poor people who came to worship. He healed the blind and the lame at the temple. And in the background, the children continued to chant and shout, Hosanna to the son of David. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were indignant because of what the children were shouting. But Jesus just quoted from Psalm 8. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants you Lord, have called forth your praise. to Bethany for the evening. There were some Greeks who had come to worship at the Passover festival that year. They came to the disciple Philip, who apparently was somehow connected to the Greek community. They asked to see Jesus. (coughs) Philip told Andrew, and the two of them together told Jesus. Jesus' response was not what the two disciples expected. He said that the time had come for him to be glorified. He was to die soon. And he said out loudly, Father, glorify your name. And a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. Jesus continued to speak. Among other things, he told the crowd, Believe in the light while you have the light, so that you may become children of light. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. And many among the leaders believed in him. Jesus and his disciples went to a large upper room in a home and began their Passover feast. Jesus washed his disciples' feet as the lowest slave in a household would have done. And then they sat down to eat their Passover meal. As the food was being eaten, Jesus gave a piece of bread to Judas 
who went out to betray Jesus. And then he told Peter that Peter would deny even knowing him three times before the dawn. <coughs> and Jesus said to all of them, Every time you break bread and eat together, I want you to remember that this bread is my body, which will be broken for you. And every time you drink wine, I want you to remember that this wine is my blood, which is shed for you and many others with the forgiveness of sins. Undoubtedly, the disciples looked at each other, wondering what he meant. But they would know and understand by the same time, Friday evening. Jesus led them outside the city to the Garden of Gethsemane on the slope of the Mount of Olives. Here they sat down. Well, some were so tired, they laid down. Jesus went a short distance away and began to pray. He prayed for all the disciples. He prayed for himself. Indeed, he showed us that evening that the right action in the face of danger and trouble is to pray. arrived with the temple soldiers and some officials. The traitor walked up and kissed Jesus. Jesus turned to the soldiers and said, Who is it you want? And they replied, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus boldly said to them, I am And at that holy name, all the soldiers drew back and fell to the ground. For when Jesus said, I am, he was echoing the name that God had given to Moses, the name of God himself. And again, Jesus asked them, Who is it you want? And they replied again, Jesus of Nazareth. They bound Jesus and took him under arrest. But the disciples remembered how the holy name had affected even those soldiers and officials who had come 
to arrest Jesus. placed on trial by the Jewish leaders and convicted of the crime of blasphemy for claiming to be God's son. He was sent to the Roman governor Pilate with a request for his execution. Pilate asked Jesus whether he was a king and Jesus replied that his kingdom was not of this world In fact, Jesus said, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Pontius Pilate tried to have him released. He even had Jesus severely beaten. But the crowd cried for Jesus' crucifixion. The leader said he must die because he claimed to be the son of God. And this frightened Pilate even more. But the leaders kept up the pressure, saying if Pilate let Jesus go, he must not be a friend of the Roman emperor, Pilate's boss. So, finally, Pilate sentenced him to die on the cross. A shameful death, usually reserved for hardened criminals and rebels. soldiers led Jesus outside the city to a place called Golgotha, the place of the skull. He had to carry his own cross through the streets. Pilate, meanwhile, taunted the Jews by making a sign which was fastened to the cross, which read in several languages, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Jesus was stripped and laid on the cross. His wrists and ankles were nailed to the cross to keep him there. 
And then the cross was raised and dropped <coughs> into a post hole in the ground. There he was executed between two thieves who were on their crosses. His mother Mary and some other women came to the foot of the cross, crying. Jesus asked John to take care of Mary as his own mother. A great darkness fell upon the earth that day, as reported decades later by a Roman historian. them by playing dice. Jesus, meanwhile, was thirsty, for the beating had caused him a great loss of blood. And he said, I am thirsty. They gave him a bit of wine vinegar on a sponge, and when he had received the drink, he said, it is finished and he died <clears throat> the Jewish leaders wanted to be sure that the bodies would not be left on the crosses after sundown that night so they asked Pilate to have their legs broken which would kill the victims quicker the soldiers broke the legs of the other two men but they found that Jesus was already dead. Just to be sure, one of the soldiers took his spear and pierced Jesus' side. <laughs> 
There was a sudden flow of blood and water as the fluid which had filled his lungs and heart sac flowed out. Jesus was truly dead. Joseph of Arimathea, a wealthy member of the ruling council, asked Pilate for Jesus' body. This Joseph and Nicodemus, another wealthy member of council, the man who had come to Jesus by night, took Jesus and laid him in a tomb, mummy wrapped in linen and covered in spices. And then, as the sun was setting across the land and darkness was spreading, they went to their own homes for the Sabbath was upon them. Well, 
Behold the Savior of mankind, nailed to a shameful tree. How vast the love that him inclined to bleed and die for thee. Hark how he groans while nature shakes and earth's strong pillars bend. The temple's veil in sunder breaks, the solid marbles rend. Tis done, the precious ransom's paid. Receive my soul, he cries. See where he bows his sacred head. He bows his head and dies. But soon he'll break death's envious chain and in full glory shine. O Lamb of God, was ever pain, was ever love like thine. The disciples were shocked. They had believed that Jesus was the Messiah, the prophesied king, descended from King David, who would destroy the hated Romans and the fake King Herod. But now Jesus was dead, buried in a tomb. And there was no doubt that he was dead. They had seen him beaten. They had seen the terrible loss of blood, and they had even seen the soldier stick the spear in his side, spurting out blood and water. The Romans, veterans of so many battles, they knew when a man was dead, and when he was just pretending, Jesus was dead. And so, as they snuck away that afternoon, they hid. For most of them expected that now the core disciples would be rounded up and executed like Jesus had been executed. For his crime, blasphemy, at claiming to be God's son, that crime was also shared by them. For most of them had also thought that Jesus was God's son. And that was a crime punishable by death. And so was Jesus lying or was he mistaken Or was he deluded when he told Martha at Lazarus' tomb a couple weeks before, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? They had believed. Especially when they saw Lazarus walk out of the tomb after Jesus had simply said Lazarus' name. But since Jesus was dead, who would have the power to raise Jesus? And so they each found safe places to stay before sunset and the Sabbath was upon them. And they struggled that night and the next day. What would they do now? Had their faith been misplaced? Where would they go Sunday? They decided that they would get together on Sunday after the Sabbath. Cedar Grove United Methodist Church and Pastor Brian Boley would like to thank you for listening to last week's pre-recorded sermon. Join us live this Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and on Facebook. We are located on Route 47, a mile and a half east off I-77, just across from WVU Parkersburg campus. Donations may be mailed to Cedar Grove UMC, 168 Old Turnpike Road, Parkersburg, West Virginia. 26104 or you can text the word give to 1304-244-1903 or visit our website cedargroveunitedmethodist.org and click on the give tab this will bring up a form where you can determine how much you would like to give thank you 
and God bless you in your life.